Hey guys, welcome back to the Bible Plus podcast. Today we're on Hebrews chapter 12 and we're transitioning from Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith with all the witnesses of faith, now to the race with the author of faith, Jesus Christ himself. He's called the author of faith here right at the outset that we uh, look to. And this word author also could be translated pioneer. I love this translation because it implies that he has cut the way of faith. He's cut the race course, if you will, for us. And you could picture him cutting through a forest, uh, creating a trail that others behind him can follow. And we are those who follow him by running this heavenly race. One of the main themes in this race is the need for endurance. Um, we, we are not running a short sprint. This is a very long race that takes our whole life. And the way we continue is by endurance. We need it. And he'll supply us with this. Uh, and he's supplying us day by day with faith. We have no faith apart from him as the one who originates faith within us. The Bible's clear that our faith is not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, and the way we can say we receive it is when we look away to Jesus, he transfuses himself into us as the believing ability. He transfuses us with himself even as the believing element. And then he himself within us believes and he becomes our believing ability. And he'll not only originate faith within us to run the race, but he'll finish or complete or perfect our faith till the very finish line of this race course. So as we get into this chapter, we can keep this metaphor in mind that believers are running a heavenly race with a great cloud of past believers and angels even witnessing, watching them. And they're encouraging us to go on. What, what could stop us from this race, what could make us become a race course dropout, is what the Hebrew believers were facing. They were facing a great contradiction within their souls, a great conflict. Should I continue in my newfound faith uh, to the chagrin of my family members who are Jewish, my culture, which is steeped in Judaism? Or should I make peace with those around me and return to Judaism, go back to the temple, the Old Testament sacrifices. Well, the author warns us here, run the race and do not fall away from grace. And right at the outset, he wants us to look at the life of Jesus. When he was alive, sinners, he says in verse 3, were continually contradicting him. He had to endure a great, con a great contradiction by sinners against himself. Some verses I looked up here, John chapter 5, the Jews wanted to kill him for breaking the Sabbath. John chapter 7, they wanted to stone him. John chapter 10, they wanted to seize him. John chapter 11, they took counsel to kill him. He was continually opposed and endured contradiction against himself by sinners. And of course, it climaxed on the cross. 
John chapter 19, they scourged him, beat him, slapped him, put a crown of thorns on him. And in Hebrews 12, 2, it says that while he was on the cross, he was enduring it, but despised the shame. It, he counted it as not worthy to be compared. He was awaiting the, the joy that was coming. And it's the same with runners. They endure. When you're running, if you've ever run a long distance or any kind of race, you are enduring the discomfort, the hard work of your organs, your lungs, your heart, the pain in your legs and joints in order to finish the race and win the prize. So the Hebrew believers are called here in this chapter, this fifth and final warning of this book, to run with endurance the race and not fall away from grace. He gives a couple examples of falling away from grace here. Esau, who's brought out as a profane person who gives up his birthright for one meal. And uh, uh, he also mentions Reuben, uh, but he alludes to a character like Reuben, who was a fornicator and by that gave up his birthright. And so he's contrasting Jesus as the son, the firstborn, with these other characters who were sons. They were firstborn, but they fell from grace. They lost their birthright. And he's telling the Hebrew believers, you've become the church of the firstborn. Don't, don't regard this uh, discipline that you're receiving, these sufferings that you're receiving as a light thing, but take them as discipline from a loving father. And this point really encourages me. It's more of an implicit point that just as Jesus received suffering during his earthly life, which he received as from his father, as it says in Hebrews 5.8, even though he was a son, learned obedience from the things which he suffered. So also we, as sons of God, can receive suffering, persecution, trials, the encumbrances and entangling sin which we need to put away, as discipline from a heavenly father whose intention is good, his heart is full of love toward us and he wants to receive us and mature us and see us cross that finish line. Then he transitions to a contrast. He presents two scenes, uh, the old covenant and the new covenant. And the scene of the old covenant is shown to be much inferior than the scene of the new covenant. In the scene of the old covenant, you have a mountain which is set on fire and cannot be touched. You have gloom, darkness, a whirlwind, the voice of a trumpet, a, a terrifying voice. It's a negative, earthly, temporary scene. And then the, the scene that we've come forward to, he says, is Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God, myriads of angels, the universal gathering. It's almost like a great sporting event in this universe. Paul, the author is saying there's, there's one great sporting event, like the Universal World Cup or World Series or Super Bowl. And you, Hebrew believers, are the athletes. You are the contestants running the race. And the audience is angels. They long to look into these things. And when, when another person gets saved, they're rejoicing. They're cheering from the stands. In Luke 15, it says, when one sinner repents, there is much joy in the presence of the angels of God. So they're 
cheering us on. They want to see us finish this race. And we've come forward to this uh, kingdom, this unshakable kingdom is at the finish line, which we're receiving. So it would be such a shame to stop the race, to drop out, to go back, to abandon our assembling together, and to compromise with our culture and compromise with the things we've left behind. Instead, we should press on, we should endure, we should look away unto Jesus and allow him to become the finisher of our faith until we finish the race and win the prize. So this is Hebrews chapter 12. I hope you tune in tomorrow for Hebrews chapter 13, and we'll finish this book.